0: I thank God for the opportunity to speak, and George allowing me to, and you guys listening, so um, I'm going to start off by saying, George, you look nice today. <laughs> thanks. thanks. Miranda, nice job on the piano today. Great job. Okay. Jennifer, I like that jacket. David, great, over here again. Appreciate you. Looks good. Sounded good. There, looking great. Appreciate you. What am I doing? I'm giving praise. Giving praise. But we're going to talk about it in a little bit different context this morning. Praise. If you have your Bibles and Psalms, we're going to go to three different scriptures Psalm 75, 1, and then Ephesians 1, 5, and Deuteronomy 10, 21. Psalm 75, 1, Ephesians 1, 5, and Deuteronomy 10, 21. Don't feel left out. I could have gave praise to everybody in here today. Okay. Psalm 75.1, Ephesians 1, 1.5 and Deuteronomy 10.21. Psalm 75, one says, We proclaim how great you are and tell of the wonderful things you have done. Given praise. Ephesians 1.5. Let us praise God for his glorious grace, for the free gift he gave us in his dear son. In Deuteronomy 10.21, praise him. He is your God, and you have seen with your own eyes the great and astounding things that he has done for you. Praise. Let's pray. Father, we thank you and we praise you again, Father, for the opportunity to be here, or the opportunity to worship you the opportunity to, to give praise, Father, and give thanks for what you've done for us. Lord, if nothing else, you've saved us. And that's everything, Father. That's all we need. We just ask right now that you be with us the remainder of the service and just do what you want to do in this place. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise is a response to a response. What? Praise is a response to a response. Praise is responding to what God has already responded to concerning you. Does that make sense? Praise is responding to what God has already responded to concerning you. God has already responded to whatever you're facing or going to face. You guys realize that? He's already responded to you. He's already brought you out of whatever the situation is or is going to be. Some of us want to wait until we see it with our natural eyes. But the saints of the most high God who walk by faith and not by sight, they praise the moment they understand what has happened. God is not waiting for things to show up. He decided before the foundations of the world were laid that he would bring you out on top. But you have to receive it by faith and your praise tells you how much you believe what you believe. And praise is not somebody standing in front of you, clap your hands, clap your hands. And when Carlin's trying to work you guys up up here, clap your hands, lift your voices, raise your hands. That's not what praise is really all about. Praise is your understanding that God has already responded to what you're facing in your own life. We can praise. Or look at it this way. We've kind of messed up giving. Maybe not all of us, but we've messed up giving. We still believe that we're giving to get. I'm going to give so I can get something. But the real giver is giving because they have already received. They've already received from God. And they're what? They're responding to what God has already done in their life. I'm not giving to get from God. I'm responding to what God has already done for me. That's why I give. I'm sure Christian shouldn't have to learn about these things we've heard all our life. We know that it's all about responding to God. The Bible says to enter his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Now, when somebody's entering into his gates with thanksgiving, they're not praising for what they're about to get. They're praising him for what's already been done in their life. When we come in those doors and come in here, we're ready to praise him because of what he's already done for us. Not because I'm ready to get something from him. I'm going to praise you because how real you've been in my life what you've done for me, you've saved me, you've taken care of my family, you've taken care of me. I'm coming in to praise you, to give thanks. No one has to tell me to clap my hands during praise and worship. I want to praise him. Nobody has to tell me to lift my hands up during worship. I want to praise him. I want to thank him for what he's already done for me. Nobody has to tell me to shout out loud. That's not Carlin's job to do that for us, to get us to respond. We should respond because of what God's already done for us in our life. We come in those doors with a praise. It's not the case all the time. But we should come in those doors with a praise already in our heart. and ready to give him. We should come in with a shout already to come out of us. Jump up and down if we need to. McKenna was just talking about that this morning. Okay. Why? Because I came to respond to him. I came to respond. I came to praise. And sometimes, as a church, we don't understand this. Again, because we're so in the mindset of trying to get something from God. I've got, I've got to come get. I've got to get something. I've got to get something from you today, God. When I give, I'm trying to get something. When I praise, I'm trying to get something. But when we're doing this, we're missing the whole point. No wonder so many people walk out of church disappointed sometimes. He's already done everything you need in your life. He's already at work for you in the things that you're going to face in the future. Let's praise him. The enemy is so shrewd, but bigger than that, we can sometimes just be ignorant to the things of God. Have you ever heard somebody talk about the enemy so much you forget that they're a Christian? (sighs) Don't tell me what the enemy is doing in your life. Tell me what you're not doing. Our job is to respond to him. Some people haven't lifted their hands since they've been in here this morning. Uh Uh-oh, Rick's picking on us again. Some of you haven't lifted your hands since you've been here this morning. I don't know if you're waiting on a lightning bolt to come and zap you upside the head or what it is, but respond to what he's done in your life. When I come in to worship and praise, and I've learned this more and more over the years, I just need to tune everybody out. I just tune everybody out. Why do I do that? I want to focus on him. I want to give him praise. But when I walk out of here, no offense to you guys, but I'm going to need him a lot more than I'm going to need you guys. And I love everybody in here. I don't want that to sound the wrong way, but I'm going to need him a lot more than I need you guys when I go out and face that world. So I'm ready to praise him. So don't call me crazy when I clap out loud. I'm just responding. Don't look at me crazy when I give a shout out. I'm just responding. When Sam shouts out like she does and you're over there thinking, man, I wish she'd just be quiet. She's doing what she's supposed to do. She's responding to who God is in her life. When the songs are sung and the word is spoken, we ought to be responding. It's not enough just to receive it, but you need to respond so the enemy knows you got it. From now on in your walk with God, everything is about a response. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, not because of what he's getting ready to do, but because of all the stuff he's already done for me that I haven't praised him for yet. He's at work right now in your life and you don't even know it. He's rearranging things and moving things for your good. Those of you that had children, you're not quick to just lavish them with gifts and give them things if they're not thankful for it, right? Um, If you've got two or three kids, and you buy them something, and only one of those kids comes back and says thank you for it, and the other two are just like going about their business like nothing's different, are you going to be real quick to go out and do something again for them? Well, they're my kids, Rick, I probably would. No. I mean, you want want them to appreciate things. You want them to know, okay? Just like the ten lepers, how many came back and thanked him and praised him? One. Be that one. Respond to what he's doing in your life. Respond. At Orchardville Church, let's be known as a place of praise. Wherever there is praise for the King of Kings, something's going to be going on. There's going to be something going on. Every time we gather together, every time we get out of bed in the morning, go to bed at night, throughout your day, just respond to who God is in your life. Father, I just want to take time throughout my day to just praise you. I just want to praise you. You don't want people showing up in your life just when they need something. Anybody know those people? They only come around when they need something. It gets so bad that sometimes you see them coming and you're like... (sighs) (laughs) Because they just want something. You know it is. That's the only reason they're coming to talk to you. They want something. I need something. But when you get around those people that are going to be nice to you and they're going to say nice things about you and praise you... You kind of want to bump into those people. Hey, how's it going? What are you going to say nice about me today? Okay? We do that. You don't want to be anywhere where you're just being tolerated. You want to be where you're celebrated. And we need to respond while we're in God's house. Sometimes we play praise. We play in praise. But there can be a praise release that will change the atmosphere of this entire sanctuary. A praise release that'll change everything in here. <laughs> Some people in here need to start praising Him like you should be praising Him. Me included. Well, Rick, I, don't, I really don't praise like that. Better not go to heaven. <laughs> you were going to stick out like a sore thumb up there. I'd hate to see everybody up there just glorifying, singing praises to God and all eyes turn on you and you say, well, I just, I just don't praise like that. I don't lift my voice. I don't know if there's a separate section for that, but I think the Bible talks about the angels encircling the throne and singing holy, holy, holy all the time. Some of you want to change the song to that old hymn, when we all get to heaven, what a day of silence that will be. When we all see Jesus, I will whisper the victory. (laughs) One of the things that really hurts the church is when we don't praise with one accord. One accord, we're all praising together. You got two over here praising God, five in this section, maybe three over here, another one back here, when we can all be praising in one accord. You want to be where everybody is in one accord, where everybody's celebrating God. No one's looking around. Everybody's just responding. Sometimes we get so worried about who's around us when we praise. I tell the kids this all the time back there. Who cares? We got an audience of one that we're here to praise and we're here to worship. Who cares who's to the right, to the left, and what they think if you slip up your hand or you let out a shout? Who cares? Who cares? You're praising for what he's done in your life. Again, you want to be where everybody is in one accord. Why do you think so many people flock to professional football games or high school basketball games? You guys have been there. I've seen you there. They're all in one accord, right? They're cheering on their team. Yeah, woohoo! Go Jackson! Go Enrico! Go Dane! Whoever it is, Walker! Go! <laughs> Make that basket and they're all yelling the same things, right? What if we did that in the church? Go, Jesus! Thank you for everything you do for me. Why is he yelling that out? I don't know, but I'm going to do it too. Jesus! Thank you! I'm so thankful for you. And we were all doing that together, just like at a ball game. You guys are crazy at ball games, some of you. Crazy for Jesus in here. He's looking for a church that'll make a joyful noise together. I didn't say sing in perfect harmony. I said make a joyful noise, right? We can all do that, whether we can sing or not. You want to know where God is really showing out and moving? That's where people are responding to his goodness. They understand. God's taking care of me. I want to praise him for that. He saved me. I want to praise him for that. He's not showing up where those people are wondering, how long are we going to be here? How long is Rick going to talk? My goodness, they sang five songs today. Really? Those thoughts go through people's head too. Got to praise him. I've got to praise him. He's been too good to me for me not to praise him. Some of you in here, if I gave you the mic... You would say, if he can save me, he can save anybody. Amen? Yeah. I was a phony Christian all the way through high school. Cussed, acted one way on a Sunday, and then lived a whole different way through the week. I didn't understand what God was doing in my life, what he wanted to do in my life. I didn't respond the way I needed to be responding. I wasn't letting everybody know that God saved me, and I want the world to know it. That's where I'm at now. I wasted a lot of time getting there, but I want the world to know that He saved me. The older you get, the more you ought to be an example of praise. I told you guys last time I was up here. Our former church, the older ones, just thought their time had gone. It was other people's turn to praise or other people's turn to do this or that. That's what I like about this church and love about this church is that that's not the case here. The older you get, again, the more you ought to be an example of praise. You can't expect someone that's only been saved a month or two to really get it. But all of us that have been saved for a while, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years, we ought to be tearing the roof off of this place because God's been good to us for that many years. We ought to have new ways of clapping hands and praising worship, bro. Because we've been around so long. New ways to praise. When we praise God, we signal to the Father how much we appreciate him. When we praise, we signal to the enemy who we belong to. God owns me. When I praise, I want the enemy to know who I belong to. If the enemy came in here this morning and wanted to know who you belong to based on your praise this morning, would he know? Would he know? If he walked right in here, based on your praise, would he know who you belong to this morning? You ever felt like you just wanted to yell out, Hallelujah, Jesus is Lord, he's my king. No, Rick, that's kind of crazy. He needs to know who we belong to. We need to get to where we don't care about people looking at us when we praise. I want to give my my God praise because I'm going to need him more before I leave here today. I'm going to need him in the morning. I'm going to need him in the afternoon. I'm going to need him in the evening. I'm going to need him all the time. I want to give him praise. Praise also signifies how much confidence you have in God. Our minds are always racing while it's being transformed by the Word. The devil's always trying to say, Oh, you can't do this or you can't do that. And then we're trying to read our Word and make sure we're proclaiming that over our life. And our minds just race in different ways. But again, our praise signifies how much confidence you have in God. Our minds are always racing, telling us different things. But through our praise, we'll know that confidence that we have in God. Who God is, what He's already responded to in our lives. Again, I belong to God. I belong to God. Everything I am, everything I have, I belong to God and I want the world to know about it. If we're not careful, we're making the world too comfortable because we're toning it down. We tone our Christianity down and what God's done in our life. I don't want to offend anybody. You better start offending people with it because everybody else is getting offended by everything else. You might as well take your stand now and let everybody know how, what you believe and who rules over your life. Because yes. the world's feeding us all kinds of other garbage. It's becoming more and more difficult to be openly and effective in your walk with Christ because of the way the world is. If you don't believe me, go up to a grocery store, Walmart, Kroger, get in line and listen to conversations. Gossip. Hate. Things being talked about, kids, parents cussing at their kids. What if in those moments we just said, oh, sweet Jesus, I love you, Jesus. What would happen? Well, Rick, people would look at me like I'm crazy. But we're one nation under God, right? Really? What if we did that? Well, we're in checkout lines and just started talking about how good the Lord is. What if we did that? When we praise, we signal our appreciation to the Father. We signal to the enemy who we belong to, and it signals the confidence we have in our King. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Sometimes, you guys ever seen the birds in the mornings? Sometimes it looks like they know who they belong to more than we do. They're just singing out, just letting it out. What's the Bible say? If we're not going to praise, then he'll get rocks to cry out in our place. Man. So one way way or another, God's going to get his praise. I'd much rather it be for me than a rock. Whether we keep our praise to ourselves or not, God is going to get his praise. When praise goes out, I kind of like to think of it like a heat signal, you know, uh, Heat-seeking missiles, everybody's heard of those, right? Where they just seek the heat and boom. What if the angels are up there like, you know, seeing our praise? Oh, there's Carlin Loker, he's praising. He is praising you, God, let's give him a blessing right there. Oh, there's McKenna, she's really praising this morning. I see it, I see it, Lord, there's a blessing to her. Sometimes I look at it like that, like, God's just seeing, seeing my praise. Seeing my praise, and he's just pouring in, pouring in, pouring in. Anybody felt that before? Maybe just three of us start using your praise as a weapon and I was going to title that this morning but I went a different route with it but start using your praise as a weapon a weapon of gratitude God I'm so grateful for all that you are again it's not focusing on what he's going to do as much as it is about what he's already done if he doesn't do anything else he's already done enough for me I can say that from right here if he hasn't done anything he doesn't do anything else for me he's already done plenty We can all say that. He's been so good to us. I believe the enemy is trying to steal the praise of the church and shut us up. He may even move around in here and say, hey, you don't want to raise your hands right now. You don't want to sing this song out. Just be quiet. And some of us listen. He doesn't want you making waves in the service with your praise. Make your praise a weapon of faith. You know praise is an act of faith? Praise is an act of faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things that have not happened yet. But praise takes things from what? Praise takes things from the future and brings them into the present when we praise. You get a bill come in the mail. You know you don't have enough money to pay that bill. Start praising God. What do you mean start praising God? I don't have the money. I don't even know where I'm going to get the money to pay that bill. Start praising God. And then that money comes out of nowhere. I've seen it happen. You start praising God and he shows up. Because the blessings of the Lord may be looking for someone to bless as you praise When you're facing something or you're going through something, sometimes we forget to praise God because of what we're going through. You've had those people, I'm sure, in your life, you're in a very, very rough patch in your life, a dark time, and you have somebody come up to you, ah, you just got to praise God through it. And you want to like, shut your mouth. (laughs) Anybody have those people where you're really just down and they come up and say, you just got to praise God. You're like, why don't you just get out of my face right now? Okay. Everybody been there before? I have. But it's the truth. It's the truth. Even though inside you might be saying, Are you kidding me? Praise God right now? I don't even understand what's going on in my life right now. I can't praise Him. We've got to understand that this is the kingdom of God we're talking about, it's different from the mind of the world. How many of you guys in here praise God when it didn't make sense to praise him? It just doesn't make sense to praise you, but I'm going to praise you anyway right now. When you praise him in those times, you're right on schedule. You're right on schedule. The Bible tells us, I will lift up my eyes until the hills, for where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord. During those times. I've still got to praise Because again, God already knows what's going on. He's already organizing things and working things out. You praise him because you know that. I know he's going to deliver me out of this. I'm hoping this morning that some of you are going to learn a whole new meaning to giving God praise because you're going to start spending some time responding to what he's already done in your life. You're going to think about how good he's been to you. And you're going to realize that your praise isn't defined by the person next to you. It's defined on how good he's been to you. The praise team will come. I was reading in Judges 15, the story of Samson. It says in verse 14, When he came to Lehi, the Philistines came shouting against him. Then the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him, and the ropes that were on his arms became like flax that is burned with fire, and his bonds broke loose from his hands. He found a fresh jawbone of a donkey, reached out his hand, and took it, and killed a thousand men with it. Then Samson said, with the jawbone of a donkey, heaps upon heaps, with the jawbone of a donkey I have slain a thousand men. And so it was, when he had finished speaking, that he threw the jawbone from his hand and called that place Ramoth-Lehi verse 18, then he became very thirsty so he cried out to the Lord and said, you have given this great deliverance by the hand of your servant and now shall I die of thirst and fall into the hand of the uncircumcised? So God split the hollow place that is in Lehi and water came out and he drank and his spirit returned and he revived. And in that scripture he killed a thousand men that was a victory in his life. We've all experienced victories in our life where we gave God praise for what he brought us through, what he delivered us through. And we give him praise for those things. And that may last for a little while, and just like it did with Samson here. But then he was like, am I just gonna die of thirst here after this great victory? So he's already going through something else. But I like what it does here. The scripture reminds him and God tells him, go back to the place of your last victory. Go back to that jawbone and I'm going to supply water from that jawbone and revive you. What that tells me is I'll have a victory. My son on the front row is a prime example of a victory in our lives that God saw through and we can give him praise for. And if we'll remember our victories that we had, while we're going through our next struggle, our next battle, if we'll go back to that last victory we had, we'll realize, oh God, I can praise you because I know you're going to help me again. I know you're going to deliver me again, Lord. And that helped me with Brylin when she came along and they thought her head was too big and she had water on her brain. I remember that victory right there. I said, God, I'm going to praise you. And I had a peace come about me. I'm going to praise you, Father, that everything's going to be fine. You're working in this situation already for our daughter just like you did for our son and they came back and said not a thing's wrong with her not a thing's wrong and i had a peace because i went back to a previous victory and remembered to praise god for it and that carried me through to my next one praise invokes the presence of god again it's an effective weapon against the enemy who is always defeated when god shows up No matter what I'm going through, nothing can stop my praise. We have to remember that. No matter what you're facing, no matter what you're going through, don't let the praise stop. He's been good to you. He's going to take care of you. If you're dealing with something this morning, as they sing, you're struggling, I'm going to encourage you to come and pray or if you need prayer for anything else, to come and pray and to praise and to remember previous victories that you've had in your life and know that God's still with you. He's going to see you through this. Let's open up the altars.